Hello and welcome to what is now the fifth instalment of a full English. I'm here with Sam as always. Hello. And we have a guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? I am the brother of Archie. Brother Archie, and yes. you have a name as well. I do I've have heard. a name, Brody. Is Brody? There we yes. are. We've got a we've got a guest. He's a relative. He's got incredible footballing knowledge. You know, related to me, it, it helps. Um, but yeah, no. So welcome, welcome to the pod, Brody. Looking forward Thank to your you. uh, your first appearance and first of many, I'm sure, on a, on a Kieran obvious podcast. Yeah, Sam shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's good. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's that's what we like to hear. Um, I, I guess we better crack on with rounding up a few of the few of the games that have happened we've had a pretty stacked schedule over this last weekend um where do we want to go to first sam should we go to the the london derby the, the chelsea spurs game the ever eventful one yeah let's do it um starting off um with chelsea i thought they were they were fantastic in this game tottenham were they were very poor they really had just they just their players didn't, weren't performing. They and Chelsea looked so like together. They uh, passed the ball around a lot. They played really great football. While Tottenham tried to play like a counter-attacking, like they did against Leipzig, and it just didn't work out. Their players didn't perform the way Jose wanted them to. And yeah, uh, Giroud popping up with a goal, but that made you happy. Hero. Well, what a guy! Yeah, really <laughs> good, really good goal. Uh, he had a shot originally saved, and then Barkley hit the bar, and then he. Half volleyed it into the bottom, uh, bottom corner. Yeah, post. there was like three shots in that one phase of attacking play. It was all just peppering their goal. It was yeah, deserve deserve finish. It was do a they, good goal. Do you think Lloris could have done better? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, That's it was, a bit harsh. Seems a bit harsh. I guess it was his near post. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it was some venom in the shot. I'd say. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, no, I reckon it was. I reckon it was alright. Brilliant. I'm pretty sure I've just called to Lloris de Gea, haven't I? Sorry, I what? Don't think you did. <laughs> right? I, don't, I don't think you did. Sam, are you alright? <laughs> no, I'm a bit all over the place. Uh, second goal. <laughs> what? I'll just move on. Uh, the second goal, Alonso scored. Absolute bullet into the bottom corner from uh, the a edge low of the A low-driven shot. Yeah. Uh, Ross Barkley with the assist. The um, <laughs> the absolute England hero who's definitely getting a call-up in the Euros because Southgate's incredible. <laughs> definitely deserved. Yeah. And um, yeah, Marcus Alonso, brilliant finish into the bottom corner. Mm. Doesn't usually start for them, doesn't he? No, not normally. No, he, yeah, he got he got his, he got his chance in the lineup mm. along with Giroud, and they both they both delivered. Both scored, yeah. They both delivered the goods. Yeah, Marcus Alonso had a really good free kick as well. Hit the ball, yeah. I think. But yeah, he also had a shot which was narrowly over. He could have had a hat trick. He could have had a hat trick. There we go. Uh, but he didn't have a hat trick. He scored one. Yeah. Uh, but he played fairly well. And there was there's a bit of controversy as well, wasn't there? Um, we'll, we'll get onto that a little bit in more in more detail later. Uh, but yeah, uh, then um, the Rudiger own goal meant a uh, tetchy last couple of minutes for one of the uh, luckiest goals I've seen. <laughs> Honestly, what what was that? Yeah, Romero <laughs> basically just had a shot, and Rudiger's just kind of like, I'm just gonna deflect it in. Yeah, well, it was probably also that his was, idea. That was his thought process. He was yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna make the last few minutes interesting. You know? Yeah, exactly. Might as well. Why not? That was that was clearly his thought process. Um, but no, two uh, one Chelsea win. They they saw out the game. Uh, big Willy still in goal. Doing, doing well, nearly getting his first clean sheet, uh, but didn't. So, 
There we go, really. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, no, Chelsea <laughs> maintaining that fourth spot now. Uh, Spurs dropping down to sixth thanks to United. United's win. Um, shall we move on from that, that London derby? Let's do it. On to Burnley. Um, so, Burnley, this uh, got a controversial win, to say the least, against Bournemouth. Yeah, you um, could say that. 3 0 was the final score, but it could have been definitely a lot closer. Uh, the game started with a uh, VAR coming in, um, coming into play with um, Josh King scoring a goal, but VAR ruled it out for handball, which I'll talk about a bit later. Um, then um, Vidra put Burnley um, one 0 up. He's That's, been on fire recently. I mean, he set on fire. He, two goals. He was never really games. good for them when they got him, wasn't he? No, he, he was... he's. This is his first spell where he's done quite well, and he's gone from having like a terrible goal score record to two and two which would definitely be a big confidence boost for him. He took around the defender and smashed it in. Then some more controversy <laughs> where um, there was a there was a call for handball in the um, in the Bournemouth penalty area. Bournemouth got the other end and score. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, the goal's disallowed and the ref gave a penalty. Unbelievable. The handball. The other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah to uh, Burnley, which was... Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't. It just wasn't Bournemouth's day. I mean, then um, Rodriguez scored the pen to make it two 0 And uh, Dwight McNeil has been man of the moment at, um, at the moment for Burnley. A really good prospect. As we'll hear later. As yeah, as we'll hear later. Made it three from outside the box. And yeah, Burnley harsh, harsh on Bournemouth. Definitely harsh on Very Bournemouth. Harsh. But uh, at the end of the day, I think. Burnley probably deserved to win the yeah, game. Yeah, the scoreline flatters them a lot, I'd say. But yeah, no, Burnley definitely deserved the win in this this particular particular outing. Uh, a tale of two sides, really. Eh? They played quite differing styles of football, you could say. You got Sean Dyche's beautiful, sexy soccer, and Eddie Howe's, you know, lump it up the pitch kind of play. You know, it's yeah, disgusting it's to that, watch. It's that way around. One hundred percent is that way around. Um, shall we go on to the Southampton Villa game? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> no, let's do it. Um, Southampton won this game 2-0, um, putting Aston Villa in a very dangerous position down yeah. at the bottom of the league. Wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if they were relegated. Um, Shane Long uh, opened the score for Southampton um, with a, um, a, a a flick at the near post. Um, Rainer couldn't really have done much, um, and... Villa just tried to respond, but they didn't they look got great. All game. They, yeah, they they tried to up, get some momentum, but it never worked. And Southampton deserved to win this game four 0 Yeah, but, they had twenty eight shots. But it, they had and to. The win. last goal was just because Pepe Reina exactly. just decided to take a stroll down. The <laughs> exactly. Pitch. Instead, of, instead of fully running back, he just it wasn't the quickest of, return down yeah. the pitch, was it? I mean, he's an old man, bless him. I mean, old man, he's thirty seven. Oh, for walking yeah, a dog for, down. For, the yeah, for foot. For a um a footballer, yeah, but old um, old man's but harsh he's, when he's okay, not even in his forties. He's a, he's a, he's one of the older footballing men, and he <laughs> weird way of putting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, put it in a really weird way. But he's, he's one of the man. he's one of the um, he's coming to the end of his career, let's say, and he's a goalkeeper who aren't renowned for being quick. So. The fact that oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not criticising him yeah, for not getting back. It's just quite funny. Back, well, like, the yeah. effort wasn't quite there, though. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was like, you know what? We've lost. I've, yeah. actually, I've faced 28 shots today. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to well, Even back. if he did try and sprint back, he wouldn't have made yeah, it anyway. He's getting nowhere near that. Yeah, um, exactly. And Adams, uh, with a really good ball to Armstrong, just an open goal. Yeah, first 
trickier finishing people are giving him credit for. It was an open goal, but it was 25 yards out first time, and he had to hit it first time. it was right in the bottom corner as well. It was... He's well placed. That's I mean, it didn't, yeah. didn't need to be, but no, there's, he there's did a, it anyway. There's a thi- this game was um, Jack Grealish was actually terrible, and no one will talk about no, he it was because awful. he was an English footballer. Yeah, but true. Jack Grealish was absolutely woeful. He kept giving the ball away. He had a terrible game. Don't bring him to the World Cup. He's awful. <laughs> Oh wow! All right. <laughs> I think that's a bit yeah, fun. Little, little bit of a stretch. If you um, can't do it against Southampton, he can't do it against Croatia. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I can I can sort of roll with that. But then again, Chelsea lost to Southampton, and Tammy Abraham couldn't do it against them. So we say we're not bringing Tammy Abraham now. No. Okay. Cool. But anyone that can't do it against <laughs> Southampton is not. If you're not Danny Ings, you're not coming. Basically. Exactly. Now Danny Ings is just going to be one aside. It should be Danny Ings <laughs> one against aside. the world. I love that. All the other teams would agree to play one player as well. One aside. Brilliant. Exactly. Um, moving on from the game at St Mary's, uh, we'll head over to Leicester. Uh, where VAR was at the centre of attention again. We're trying to avoid talking too much about VAR because we've got it in the later section of the podcast. But uh, a 1-0 City win. Um, deserved, Sam, would you say? Or Yeah, I mean, on the balance of play, Man City probably had the better chances. Vardy missed a very big chance. One-on-one with the keeper, which yeah. hit the post. Very really good unlucky. pass, wasn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, brilliant. Was it Dennis Proud? Yeah. I think it was Proud. Yeah. I think, I think it was, so. Yeah. He's, really he's been ball. brilliant. I really mm. like him. Yeah. Severely underrated, yeah. yeah. But it's a shame that he was the man who gave a penalty away, uh, which luckily Sergio Aguero missed. Luckily? To carry on. Oh, for, well, luckily for him. <laughs> oh, right. Sergio okay. Aguero missed, um, which carries on Man City's poor penalty taking form, as recently they've missed a few. But then uh, Gabriel Jesus saved City in the end after Morris played in Thruni. And he scored at the near post, beating Schmeichel, who had a really good game. Schmeichel was was really unfortunate for Schmeichel, yeah. The penalty save. Good finish, to be fair. Really good finish, yeah. He sort of lets it run across his body and just nips it in the the near post. Yeah, now only a few minutes after he came on, Gabriel Jesus scoring that particular goal. Uh, But yeah, as you say, City's penalty record is pretty terrible. It's something like they've only scored three of their last seven. It's honestly woeful. Um, Get Edison on the penalties. Honestly, I don't fancy Apparently, he has been winning them in, in training like he's been winning the penalty shootouts. Really? So, uh, Pep said he was going to take the next one, but he didn't because oh, of the gutted. risk. Melt. Yeah. Melt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bold job. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he should be taken. That should be quite good. Well, he does play like midfield for them sometimes in like, the training <laughs> sessions. Oh, and, right, and I thought you appara- No, no, no. <laughs> and apparently, he's actually very good. Like really? he, he fits in like, perfectly. Wow. Well, he's a, he's a better sweeper keeper than Neuer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. You have to, yeah. yeah. He had a bit of a yeah. shocker against Paderborn, but this yeah. isn't. This is. We thought that to talk about on the next. We're saving that for Thursday. For Thursday. Yeah. Yes, Thursday. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, we'll move over to uh, the other Manchester side as well. Trafford, uh, a three-nil thumping for Manchester United over Watford. Um, anything to say on this game in particular? Any any points you want to raise, Brody? Shouldn't have been a penalty. Ooh. In my opinion, I think he's gone down way too early before any contact. Maybe if he took an extra step, it would have like it would have created contact to be a penalty, but I wouldn't have given it. Really, yeah. 
I don't know. I look at it, and he's already going down. Sure, mm. but he's already going down, and then the contact's there. So surely it's still a penalty because there's still contact. He's made the contact, I think. Really? I, I think, think Ben Foster's arm swiping his legs away might have made the contact. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it might have been that. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to guess, I wouldn't say he swipes his legs away. I think that's a bit far. I, I think it was the gust of wind. <laughs> it was blew his legs away. <laughs> Yeah, just a big a big gust just blew him over. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a clear cut penalty and the commentators were trying to make it seem like it was, but I think I do still think it was a penalty, but I I, I do see where you're coming from. Can we just quickly talk about that Martial goal? Oh my, what a that goal. Was unbelievable. What a yeah, goal. Oh, that was such such sauce, honestly. It was just really good. Just the little turn and then the, the cheek to chip him. Yeah, no, he's he's great. Um yeah, we've always been a massive Martial fan. It's not like, never, never called him a fraud on the podcast before. Nah, never. Nah. Fernandez scores first, United go as well. He's he a good penalty score. No, it's one of those. Penalty. Yeah, it's that little Jorginho, like, um, yeah. like step thing. Very similar. Greenwood yeah. finished the f- um, route yeah. <laughs> with a great finish Nothing in the top Martin corner. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he, he yeah, no, he did, he did do well, Greenwood. To be fair, that no, was a good finish. Um, you can tell he's got that sort of finishing instinct in him. He, he he's probably do I want to say the future of England's strikers? I mean, he played out wide this game. He's not quite Troy Parrott. He's not <laughs> quite Troy Parrott. There's a statement I never thought I'd hear. Um, moving swiftly on to a game that myself and Brody have great vested interest in. Uh, we'll, we'll head on over to the Arsenal-Everton game. Uh, that was a, a five-goal thriller, I'd say. Um, thoughts on this game, bro? Um, yeah, it was very good for us. We started off, of course, very poor. I don't As know what do. the defending was for that free kick. I don't know what Kalasnat was doing. Uh, <laughs> I love a defensive off. line. And yeah, then he's I like 20 don't yards know what that was. And then this, uh, the second goal we conceded was poor. It was just a bit scrappy, wasn't it? it was cool. Yeah. Um, but now the goals he scored, and I think the way we played, especially first half, was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thought we deserved the win. No, completely. Uh, yeah, no, we made, uh, for that first goal, we made Calvert Lewin look a little bit like Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's a good uh, finish. It, it was, was a good finish, good finish, yeah, very acrobatic mm-hmm. uh, attempt. But Saka with another assist, bringing his tally up to double figures. Uh, I don't I think said, he played that well with that game, though. Do you think? Especially second half, I think defensively. True, and, he did and give even, the ball And away. he gave the ball away a lot, and I think even defensively got um, yeah. uh, done up a, bit, uh, a few times. But I don't know. I'm yeah. not a defender. Yeah no, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not, to be fair. Um, no. I think that kind of highlighted that. Yeah, no, yeah. and Ketia got his first Premier League goal of the season. Uh, yeah, that was, wasn't it? I yeah. Think so, yeah, yeah, first um, ever goal at the Emirates. Yeah, I Is find it? it. Yeah, really. That's oh yeah, yeah. Start. He scored against Berlin, but that was away okay. uh, last season. Yeah. Um, no, I um, I, I find it funny because people on Twitter were calling him a tap-in merchant. Bit harsh. I mean, he was flying through the air and he's sort of he's quite high. I mean, tapping merch. If, if he started for Leeds, they'd be in a much better <laughs> position than they are now. But Bielsa's. Uh, Bamford love affair continues. Continue, continues long on into the season, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, 3-2 Arsenal win. Um, deserved, I'd say, considering the performance throughout the game. Uh, and yeah, Aubameyang popping up with a captain's double. Um, shall we, uh, quickly, just the other Premier League scores, just rattle through them. Uh, Palace at home to so Newcastle beat them 1-0. Uh, Sheffield United drew one with Brighton. Um, and that. yeah... And uh, Wolves beat Norwich three 0 and we have got a game coming up. Well, you, it would have happened by the time this podcast is out, I'd imagine. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool West Ham. Um, do you want to do our uh, our championship game that we've that we've earmarked, Sam? Yeah, let's do it. We are ear- we have earmarked Birmingham against Sheffield Wednesday. A thriller. 
You are you are sitting there thinking, wow, what? I bet this was a classic, and it actually was. <laughs> it was a thrill, and it was Birmingham who I don't know should have possibly won this game. Birmingham uh, went uh, went in the lead. Jacob Murphy with a brilliant finish into the bottom corner. Shame he's a Sheffield Wednesday player. Own goal, nice little volley. <laughs> so he put Birmingham in front uh, before. Um, Barry Bannon. Barry for, Bannon. For, <laughs> former Premier League icon. A blast from the past. Like yeah. Aston Villa. Or yeah, something, right? Aston yeah, Villa. Yeah. The long, the long goal merchant. The long shot merchant. What, a, what a player. Long shot merchant. Yeah, he <laughs> scored, <laughs> scored from twenty yards to equalise. Then uh, Lucas Jukovic once at Burnley put Birmingham two back in front two one uh, into the far corner inside the box. Uh, Forestieri. area. Forest area. <laughs> Carry on. Forest area equ- uh, equalised though again for um, Sheffield Wednesday from the penalty spot before um, Jacob Murphy thought he secured all three points for Sheffield Wednesday. This time in the right net. Yeah, this this time in the right there. <laughs> Good of him. I just drilled the ball into the bottom corner for three two. But then no, it was um, Stoke icon Scott Hogan who uh, volleyed uh, volleyed Birmingham. Um, into a point? No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> I mean, technically it does. He volleys them into a draw, which then gave them a point. Yeah, no, let's go with that. Yeah, we'll roll with um, it. Yeah, Sounds he, weird, He volleyed sure. in from six yards out to equalise in the 91st minute. And yeah, and in a thrilling encounter ended as a draw. Yeah, well, you could tell Sheffield Wednesday were desperate at half-time when they brought on Connor Wickham. Um, you, you could tell they were really going for him. And then they brought on Stephen Fletcher. So, I mean, it just doesn't get better Con- than that. Connor Wickham's <laughs> an underrated striker. Do you think? Championship level. Ones. Oh right, okay, fair enough. I've only seen him in Premier League. As and he goes. wasn't at, as bad as people made him out. To be no, true. League. He was pretty terrible. I mean, the he, lack of goals didn't really help. I mean, <laughs> the, the lack of service <laughs> didn't really help. <laughs> Wilfred Zaha is a bit of a fraud, and Andrew Townsend is. It's true. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I true. think it is. I think this season especially. Yeah, he's, this, he's not been great this season. I think a fraud's harsh. I think there are centre backs with better stats than Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, this there season. is. Lewis Dunk. Yeah. Is that the? Yeah. I mean, what they wanted? What eighty million? Yeah, exactly. he's nowhere near eighty. He's like no. forty. Yeah. I'll take a packet of quavers for him. Uh, Ex Arsenal player Dan Crowley came on for Birmingham City. I think I'll give you that pointless update. He's been really good for Blues. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, yeah. I went to know he's getting on. Actually, he's been doing well this season. I like him. Yeah, he's he's had a good season for them. Starting quite regularly. There we go. Well, there. That's that's interesting. Um, shall, shall we move on to the next segment of the podcast, which is Twitter trending? Yeah, we we got segments. Um, shall we get on to our, our first part of Twitter trending? Uh, we got Dominic Calvert-Lewin, as we alluded to earlier. Um, Sam, why is he trending on Twitter? He's trending because, A, he scored a bicycle kick Baller. against um, Arsenal, and B, a lot of people are campaigning to get him in the England squad. Campaigning? On the streets? Yeah, they got Calvert-Lewin got shirts. Flyers. <laughs> get him in! <laughs> they're, they're rioting outside Harry Southgate's Kane's house. Harry a fraud. We yeah. want Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what, what do you think about this? Do you think Calvert-Lewin should get in the squad? So, um, I must admit, prior to Ancelotti's arrival on Merseyside... No way. <laughs> I, I thought Dominic Calvert-Lewin was a championship-level striker. I thought he was a massive fraud and I had no idea how he was starting for a Premier League team. But Carlo Ancelotti has turned him from Dominic Calvert-Lewin to a prime Ronaldo. He's made him look incredible. Oh, it's true. Don't don't grimace. He's amazing. He was playing very well under Duncan Ferguson as well. Yeah. He was getting bags of goals for him when he was 
Uh, absolutely certified bags, I'd have man. him over Abraham in the England Ooh. squad. I, I, I like him more as a player. Really? Yeah. That's a hot take. Yeah, probably. But I know. I, no, I, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah. I'd imagine so. <laughs> no, but um, no, I feel like he's a better player. He's more well-rounded. Really? Player, yeah. I, I think I think it's all very dependent on a if Rashford gets back in time, b if Kane gets back in time, sure. and c if Vardy decides. You know what? <laughs> Retirement isn't for me. I'm coming back. I would love that so much, but I, I have a, I have a horrible feeling you won't. Yeah, I just I don't, don't think, think he he's gonna. Nah, he wouldn't. Worst case scenario, we're not gonna have Kane, Rashford, or um, Vardy. Vardy. So our attackers will be Ings. Abraham, Calvert-Lewin, Calvert-Lewin, and then we'll bring Ketia. well, no, we'll Welbeck because he's got a good England record. <laughs> we'll bring Welbeck for his England record. That'd be gold. I think we should bring uh, Theo Walcott back into the side, put him up top. You love him, Sam, so I reckon, yeah, bring him back in. His goals per game ratio, probably, yeah. probably not Eddie and Ketia. now. Ketia, yeah, yeah, maybe not now. We might be a bit faster. And Ketia's not making a shot. No, no, he's not. No, oh well, maybe, um, maybe the next. Euros or World Cup? Is Oliver McBurney English? I think so. Scottish. Yeah. Scottish. Oh. We, we can claim his nationality. And he would not get anywhere near that. Oh, I'd start, <laughs> start him every day, mate. What a player. Uh, but yeah, that's basically why Calvert Lewin's trending is that he should be in the England squad and he scored a beauty of a goal against Arsenal. Um, well, our, ne- our next one's sort of trending. It's more of a happy birthday than a than anything really detailed. So, uh, Dennis Lawrence is 80th birthday. Happy birthday, mate! I remember him well. I remember him well. He was one of the greats when I was growing up. I'd see him, you know, playing on the streets of Scotland. I don't know. Yeah, he's won a Ballon d'Or. The only Scottish player to win a yeah, Ballon d'Or. He, he won it in 1964 and is Scotland's joint record goalscorer alongside who? Alan Hutton. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Hutton didn't score any goals in 50 games for Scotland no. oh gutted Kenny Dalglish oh, uh, <laughs> <Bit human. laughs> I love oh, the fact it. that let's pretend it's Alan Hutton we can pretend well done. you'll all believe us yeah. he's the second Scottish player to win the bound after Alan Hutton right? oh of course yeah Dennis Law won it after Alan Hutton yeah no, uh, no, yeah. happy birthday Dennis Law it's his 80th 80th is a big one that's it's a lot a of one. candles that that's a lot, a lot of years, a lot of candles, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I love him. I don't love him. I don't really know who he is, to be honest. No, yeah, I do know no, who he is. Know. I know Alan Hutton is. No, not Alan Hutton. Oh. No, Dennis Law. <laughs> Alan Hutton's oh, far more than Dennis Law ever was. Know. But happy no birthday. One, yeah, everyone knows who Alan Hutton is. They do. Uh, yeah, happy birthday, mate. Um, our next one, we could be on for a while. Should I just go through the next two and then chuck on VAR at the end just because we're yeah, going to be on VAR for a while ruined it now haven't you I know <laughs> the suspense oh, <laughs> ruins the podcast apologies uh, our next one we've got uh, is Eden Hazard while he's not strictly while he's not strictly uh, English football uh, why why is he trending Sam Cole he has been ruled out with um, of the City game in the Champions League through injury and this comes as um, an injury he'd already been out for three months previously with. And he's missed more games for Real Madrid already than in the years he spent at Chelsea. That is wow. mad. That's a ridiculous stat. Um, yeah, no, he's been. It's unfortunate, really. He's been plagued with injuries since he's gone out to Madrid. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess he would he would have done fairly well against City if he was healthy, but uh, he's not. So he hasn't been doing that well for them though when he has played. Yeah, no, no he hasn't really. He's just a bit fat got now, going. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, he's no, really he got is. Got going there, isn't he? No, not particularly. Yeah, no, uh, Madrid fans have been kind of annoyed at him because uh, he's not very good. Um, and, and they wanted. Who did they have banners <laughs> up with? 
at their signing, they were like, we wanted Neymar or something Oh, that, that was for Hazard. They wanted Mbappe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was yeah. it. That's and it. They were all shouting for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted Mbappe. Sorry. Hazard. The privilege. Oh, my oh, God. And they just spent, what, like 100 million yeah. or yeah. probably more than that on Hazard. Oh, my God. And they were days. shouting for Mbappe. That's... The absolute privilege of Madrid fans. This is blind, yeah, Real Madrid fans. Uh, but, yeah, Hazard, hope you get better soon, mate. Um, on to you won't be listening but if you are I hope you get better um, well, let's go on to uh, our next part of Twitter trending is Ruben Loftus-Cheek uh, from one ex-Chelsea player to a current Chelsea player who why is he, why is he trending sir? he is back from injury after being uh, picking up an injury all the way back in May uh, 2019 in a friendly I, th- I think if I recall correctly and yeah it's just welcome back mate was that the same friendly that hudson Odoi also did as Achilles I think it was yeah, and I think it was the same friendly that Robert Green made his debut. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, that's what you get for playing Robert Green. <laughs> Two of your best young players just get, like, season-ending injuries. Um, yeah. Start him in that Chelsea squad? If, what, when Ruben? He is, yeah, when he's fully fit. Yeah, I like him. No, I think he's a very good player. No. How come? He wouldn't start for him. Yeah. Really? Not this season. Jorginho's been brilliant. Kovacic's been brilliant. And I'll say further forward. has been decent. I was thinking more further forward, maybe like the attacking midfield. Yeah, yeah they play... They Mount played. recently hasn't been... Yeah, but they play like a four-three-three, and I can't see Calvert, uh, not Calvert. <laughs> I can't see Room Loftus cheap playing out wide. No. Like, while Mount kind of can play yeah. out wide, and it's rubbish. So <laughs> brilliant, yeah. No, Kovacic has been great this season. So I don't see him necessarily starting. I could see him playing in maybe like a cup game or something like that. Could maybe appear in the England squad. Maybe not like starting. But yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see. Have I think we put him in the squad for the games we got building up to it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Really? I, I think there's a long list of players that deserve <laughs> to be in that squad. Yeah, who have got more game time. Yeah, true. It does seem yeah, throwing him straight back Still in. Like I reckon. And, yeah, you know. if he'd had game time all season, I reckon throw him in there. But the fact that he's just coming back now, yeah. Um, right, let's go on to the the dreaded three letters that no one likes to hear for our next section of Twitter trending. R A F. What? <laughs> no one likes to hear about the R. Right, okay, yeah, no. Um, VAR. Um, why is it? There's loads of reasons. This weekend has just brought a, a bit a bit more of a spotlight onto its inadequacies, I'd say. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, Someone? this weekend <laughs> has been slightly controversial. I mean, <laughs> slightly is a bit of an understatement, yeah, but uh, there are a few games where VAR messed up, to be quite blunt where they gave decisions and even apologised in the um, Tottenham in the Chelsea-Tottenham game Lo Celso um, stamped on Azpilicueta that was the main one that's been highlighted this weekend and um, they didn't give a red card but then during the game they um, Stotley Park I think it is apologised for not giving a red card and they should have I think that's wrong personally I think especially during the game yeah. To say that it's just gonna make even more of a like big deal out of it. I, I don't know. I feel I feel like they should just like brush it under the carpet, just sort of not talk about it. Yeah, I get. I guess it's kind of respect for. I can respect them for apologising. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. It just makes more unnecessary drama. Yeah, I and think. it brings more of, as you say, more of a spotlight onto it. I think the decision was wrong. But for them to then admit that, it just seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot twice, like in both feet. Like it doesn't make. I don't really think it makes an awful lot of sense to come out and apologise for it. But yeah, the decision itself was wrong, um, and this is the precise reason referees should be using. I don't. I don't think monitor. they should have. I don't think they should have apologised during the game. But I think they should have apologised for it because they would have. People would have gone to them and said, "Is this not a red card?" 
and then if they're if they are saying yeah. no well then they're they're lying and that just blows it wide open what is a red card but mm. like they were always going to have to like apologize for it i just don't think they uh, did it at the right time yeah no I, I can i can see that i can see that um i don't know yeah admitting admitting to your own faults considering the amount of controversy surrounding var at the minute does again seem like you're sort of you know backfiring a little bit but it, i mean yeah the way they did it was wrong but i can see why they apologize for it um, but yeah, no, as a whole, it's just it's just had a controversial well time in football, let alone just this weekend. Yeah, especially well, this. I'm using another example for this weekend, but in the Bournemouth game where Bournemouth got absolutely shafted, as they could, as they had two goals chalked off, and um, yeah, not ideal for them. Yeah, no, completely. Um, not not really ideal, but there we go. Um, and the Troy Deeney one as well. Yeah, and the Troy Deeney one. I don't think that's a handball. Yeah, his arm it's... is in a natural position. I don't understand how that's. Well, that's not that's the handball rule, though, isn't it? But his arm's literally by his side. I don't see. Yeah, how but that's so. So the rule where else is. Supposed to put it. Yeah, like, no, yeah. I completely agree with you. But the mm. rule that maybe it's got the rule. Yeah, it's probably yeah. is if it hits your arm or your hand at any point in the attack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're dropping mini eggs. Sam's dropping mini eggs everywhere. Um, yeah, no. Uh, where, where was I? Um, yeah, no. The handball. Sure yeah, the handball <laughs> rule is that if it hits your arm at any point in the attack, and it hits an attacking player's arm, it's handball wherever mm. it is. And that's. I don't think that that particular instance is VAR's fault. I think that's, that's a fault rule. in the rule. Yeah. Who made that rule? Sorry, that yeah, is that's fine. <laughs> it's terrible. Whoever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's different for like attackers than it is defenders. Yeah. Like, if it hits, it makes no sense. It's like. If that was a defender that hit the arm, it's not a penalty. Yeah. But then if it hits an attacker, it's they Give just have a go. It's like, what about in the Bournemouth game as well? Because they, they had two decisions that um, were handballs, supposedly, but they look, both of them, I'd say, hit their shoulders. Like I know the the one with the penalty incident, they might have moved their arm a bit towards it, but I still think it hits their shoulder. And it's going back to the McBurney incident when he scored... Um, against Sheffield United, against United early in the season, that hit his, that hit his shoulder, and they gave the goal. Yeah, um, is that the one where they gave the penalty after Bournemouth going out the other end of scoring? Yeah, so or, yeah, or the Billing one. Yeah, the true. Billing the Billing one, the Billing one makes no shoulder. sense. I think the one that was given against uh, Bournemouth for the Jay Rodriguez penalty that he scored, I, I think that probably was a penalty just because of the movement that he's made towards it, and it's more upper arm than shoulder I'd say whereas the billing one I can you can make a complete case for it being just shoulder to be honest with you um, but yeah as a whole is there anything else you two wanted to add on VAR there's a bit of like a grey area between if it's upper arm and shoulder there's no like definitive point where they sort of give it and I feel like they kind of they don't really they don't really know what they you know what the difference is sort of thing yeah agreed that's 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 a big issue completely because there's no there's no obvious point where it turns from shoulder mm. to arm that's just our fault as humans, really, isn't it? We should have a line there for for for, uh, for VAR's purposes. Yeah, no, that could work. Yeah, yeah we, instead of having these stupid little sleeve sponsors, exactly. have a line. And that could work quite that well, is, That is genius. Just copy the Australian League. They have VAR down to a T. Oh, yeah. And there are leagues yeah. in Europe which have VAR done quite well. So I don't know why the Premier League is so bad at it. Bear in mind, it's debatably the best league in the world. I think they should have yeah. like, like um, cricket and tennis. Whereas like an appeal system, like you get however many a game. That could work really and well. And it, because uh, it, it makes an event out of it as well. Because yeah. I feel like a VAR, like VAR is like taking away the goal, and it just it's it's more like a 
if it was like a negative thing, but if if you have like an appeal system, like the Ooh. manager or the coach or something, use it as a positive. Yeah, like the captain Ooh. does. It use it as a positive, and it like it just makes it just makes it a lot more exciting and I gives like it more that. of a, like a positive that. talking point. I, I think I think they give loads of people appeal. I think they give the captain an appeal, the manager an appeal, yeah. the fans an appeal. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Oh, that would be, oh, so that would be get like a vote on their phones yeah. or something. <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh yeah, no, I, I can fully back. Get that the fans idea. more involved in football. Exactly. Yeah, and I can. Completely. That'd have attendances, wouldn't it? If you the actually had a man. say, you literally, yeah. yeah, that'd be properly bringing them in. Um, I could, I could fully get behind that. Um, Brody, Sam, we're taking it to the FA boys. <laughs> we're gonna pitch this right now. All right. So yeah, we've already pitched it, but yeah, we'll send send it to them. Move on. Um, yeah. Um, uh, let's move on to our next section. Uh, that is the state of this. We've got a couple of things that we've earmarked. Uh, the first, the first thing. They're both fairly broad subjects. Um, the first one is heading, um, very broad. Uh, it's it's been earmarked simply because the FA have brought in some guidelines about heading. Uh, what particular guidelines have been brought in, Sam? They they have. It's all about training, basically, and how much you should head the ball. And they've given figures for the amount of times you should head the ball in training, and even um, said that you shouldn't be heading the ball in certain ages of training so they've got examples for example under sevens under eights under nines under tens and under elevens should not be heading the ball at training under twelves under thirteens fourteens fifteens and sixteens should have uh, should have um one session a week with um a low priority of heading the ball with the um under twelves and under thirteens having a max of five headers (laughs) and the under 14s, 15s and 16s, only having a maximum of 10. Great. With the under 18s, <laughs> heading should still be reduced and um, they're taking into consideration the heading exposure in matches. I can't believe it. I said the example to you guys before before we started, uh, before we started recording. Um, what if you're in on goal and a cross is put into you? Um, but you've you've used your five headers, so you just you just can't head of the ball. Like, oh, sorry, lad, I'm it's just going to have to. Yeah, so in I, training, true. It, so it's not that bad, but it yeah. is still it's still like, a bit dodgy, isn't it? I mean, I get I, I get kind the guidelines on the sevens, eights, and possibly nines. Yeah, because they're not exactly the ball isn't. No one can really kick it in the air with those. Just grow ages. up and up. <laughs> um, but I, I I still think I still think it's wrong. Like it's part of the game, you know, and it's not. Yeah. As long as you just teach them not to head it with the you know the top of their head, like just do it with the forehead. I think. It's but it's it's still been proven that heading with your forehead does can have long term brain. Uh, I'm sure lots of injuries. other things that you yeah. know, I can't that, think of any right now. But no. you know, there lots of other examples um, would also affect it probably even more. Yeah, true. They don't. I I think I don't mind them bringing in guidelines. I think the numbers thing's a bit weird, but mm. I don't mind them bringing in guidelines for it. As I say, yeah, just the the amount that they've got. They've also said that the lowest pressure authorised should be used (laughs) in the footballs. So you have to blow it up to the the lowest pressure possible um, that the ball's still, I don't know, Able to bounce, presumably. I I, I don't really understand. Yeah, exactly, accepted by referees. So we're all going to be playing with beach balls, basically. (coughs) We're all just going to be going around using foam footballs. But that makes an effect when kicking it as well, you know, like, it's just going to change it. Like they're not going to be used to it like a normal yeah. ball when they're older. 
sort of thing. Mm. Like, I, I love that you, you made the point, bro, where they've bought it in and everywhere other than Wales. Yeah, in the other British than Wales. Show. Everyone else in the UK has bought it in other than Wales. Mm. So Wales is going to be scoring a lot of corners. They will Within be. the next <laughs> 10 years or so, you're going to see Wales strike. Uh, yeah. yeah. And next next generation of target in, men. Like the, in the World Cup, we see them all heading corners <laughs> and we <laughs> just see like they're playing us and all our defenders start running out the box because, oh, I've used up all my headers. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not allowed. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's all there really is to say on the, the heading front. Um, our next one's a little bit more serious, and it's fairly broad. Um, it comes after uh, Antonio Rudiger came out and criticised uh, the Premier League, saying that racism has won uh, after the allegations of racism against him. Not the allegations were against him, but racism was against him uh, in the Tottenham game. Um, uh, well, I mean, yeah, he, he came out and simply put, racism has won. Um, it, yeah, because there was no evidence to um, support his abuse claim. Would you um, say that on like Twitter or something? Uh, he came out and said it. Oh, fair enough. Not <laughs> sure where, uh, but he said it. Uh, yeah, in a statement released on Monday. There we go. So there we go. Uh, was that in the? Was that the one in the Tottenham game? Like uh, yeah, away, that was away the one, one where he complained to the referee about monkey chants yeah. in in the in the crowd. And they did the procedure, just, didn't they? Yeah, they did the procedure, but it's pretty useless. It's yeah, it's not really done on the <laughs> Does it really? No. That, that is a long statement. That racism has won. Full stop. Send off the statement. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a full statement. I, I'm not going to go through I the whole thing. Imagine they've just come into him saying, "Right, mate, we've got 30 seconds. Write a quick statement, and we'll get it sent off to the FA." <laughs> racism yeah. has won. Send. <laughs> no, he, he said uh, they never get punished. In the end, I'm the scapegoat. Was something that they've highlighted from it. I don't know. I don't necessarily think that we're support players in this um, the, in this in this regard as a whole uh, I don't think we're giving an awful lot of support whether there was necessary evidence or not the fact that they think they've been racially abused it's just it's not it doesn't look good the Spurs statement was that um, that they and the police had exhausted all lines of inquiry but could not corroborate or contradict the allegation Right. Okay. So they use a load of long words to bamboozle yeah, those trying to read it. Confuse me. Yeah. It's it's really it's really not great. Um. I think as a nation we're a lot we are we're guilty of looking down at other countries when it comes to racism when in reality there's a lot of racism in our own country. Who was, was it the other week? A lot. The um the players stopped their own teammate going. Who was it? Oh, that was um, in, that was in Port- that was Porto. Yeah. That was uh, is it Mane- Marega. Marega. Musa Marega. That's uh the. His own teammates should be supporting yeah, him. In that they, they really should be walking that off is, with it. That's dodgy, that's it, though. Yeah. You'd, it'd be interesting yeah. if that happened in a in a Premier League game to see what the players' reactions were. Um, not that it should be any different, but just to see how how they react. But then, could the you say that if they walk off the pitch, that you could say that the races have won? Because like you know they they got them off the pitch. That is certainly that they, an argument. That yeah, yeah, but they've lost money because True. the money they've paid them to the full game. Also, though, Morega had the last laugh because he walked off the pitch and his goal was the winning goal. So <laughs> they lost. At the end of the day, he's the real winner. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, really, it's really not great. And uh, it's just grim to see it still knocking around football. Um, knocking around, yeah, that seems like the right way to put it, I'd say. Um, shall we go on to our next section of the podcast? Um, we have got we've got Wonder Kids watch. We've all picked varying levels of notoriety <laughs> among our Wonder levels. Kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Sam, do you want to kick us off with your big name Wonder Kid? Who is he? I got the the big name to suit the big boy. We got Harry Suter, the six foot six centre back. Oh, it makes sense why he's so, a big yeah, boy now. The way uh, that <laughs> statement does make sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit strange. He is a um, a huge centre back from. 
who plays for Fleetwood Town, is on loan from Stoke. Previously playing in Scotland um, with Baller. his brother John, I want to say, uh, John Sutar, who's um, who's a Scotland international. He chose um, Harry Chu chose his alliances with Australia, in which he's got a very good goal scoring record for actually. But um, no, he's been really good this season. This is his second season in a row on loan in League One with Fleetwood, where he has been. Uh, last year he didn't get necessarily a lot of game time. This season he's really come into his own, really been important in that bat line. One of the first names of the team sheet as Fleetwood to find themselves sixth, sixth just in the playoffs and only six points off um, automatic places, so could be chasing that. But under Joey Barton, <laughs> I never thought I'd be saying this, He's uh, he's been really great and def- definitely one to look out for in the future. Yeah, completely. Um, if they were to go up, could you see him being a pretty pivotal part of their of their team? He's only on loan, so it depends if they get him on loan for another year. Well, there we go. I could see I could see him possibly going back to Stoke <laughs> and becoming a first teamer after how well he's done this season. But we'll have to see. He's at, his um, record for uh, Australia was quite funny. So he played two games and scored three goals at centre back. Wow, <laughs> so that's he, impressive. He's quite lethal from set pieces. So that's a yeah, it comes with a height, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, so sound, sounds like a good player and cert- certainly one to watch. Um, so, Brody, who's your who's your wonder kid that well, you've got? Well, I picked someone I used to play with. Um, <laughs> he uh, he's play- he's made a few appearances in the in the Premier League two. It's Reece called- Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's called Jack Leahy. He plays for Brighton. Uh, he's he's predominantly playing in the under 18s uh, but he's he's played a few games in the, the under 23s and he's got a couple of assists. I think he might have got a goal in the FA Youth. Up. Did indeed. Think, yeah. Remember uh, it well. <laughs> yeah, no. um, I think he has. No, classic. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's an attacking midfielder sort of player. He's quick. Um, yeah, and he's probably the best player I've ever played with. You know, you know, skimmed me a lot of times. But you've, um, played, you've played with me, Brody. <laughs> Come on, hold it. It's um, awkward. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he's a very good player. You never know. He could become. Brighton's next big star. Yeah, very unlikely. Could be the next. Yeah, Aaron. probably, probably quite unlikely. Could, but you never know. Could be the next Aaron Connolly. You never exactly, know. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, heights. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, playing at standard high. <laughs> play, playing against him, bros. What, what, what would you say his key attributes are as a player? Um, his pace, more than anything, I'd say. Uh, well, I did play with him when he was like an under fifteen, so you know, oh, he's right, probably okay. evolved. 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 Oh, <laughs> um, he's probably changed since then, but. Um, but no, uh, when I played with him, he, he was very fast, technically very good, you know, on the ball, shooting, dribbling, all of that. But um, yeah, he was a good player. One to watch out for yeah. then in the Premier League too. Um, what was assists-wise? So he's got a few. Yeah, he got uh, two. All oh, right, okay. Any, any players? He's got more than Hudson Odoi, Bellerin, and a few more. A few more. Yeah, there a few we go. More, uh, a few more. Some, some Bachuai. Yeah, that's it. Bachuai. More assists than Bachuai. In the Premier League, in, two, yeah, in the Premier League too, yeah. So he's better than all of them. We're not going to mm. talk about appearances, but <laughs> or more than Meza Özil has in the Premier League. Wow! So he's a better player. That's yeah, exactly. That's actually, and yeah. Celso, so yeah. Well, there you go. He's he's better than both of them combined. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, shout. he's got the best of both worlds. <laughs> There we go. Shout out to Jack Leahy then. One to watch. Um, my my wonder kids watch. Um, I'm going a little bit more recognisable than the two players that you've gone with. I've gone a little bit more uh, by the book. Uh, I've gone with Dwight McNeil. Who? 
Yeah, <laughs> he's been brilliant. I really like him. Um, he brings something different to Burnley's team. Uh, basically, he's not like a, a technically Brexit football. Brexit football, yeah. <laughs> he's basically yeah, he's, <laughs> he's basically not just a big lump of a centre half striker or centre mid. Uh, he's got some technical ability, which is rare. Um, but no, he's he's been really good this season. Uh, his his goal scoring record isn't amazing. Uh, scored at the weekend, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. He scored scored a very good goal actually. Um, Twenty seven games. Just the two goals, uh, but with five assists. And uh, he started every game for Burnley this season. He's very he's key, uh, key to their their attack. Um, and I really like him as a player. He's got quick, uh, quick attacking attributes. He's you know fast on the ball. Uh, he's always looking to make something happen. Uh, very good at carrying the ball forwards and going after a, a full back because he normally plays on that wide left. Um, and no, I, I really like him as a player. He's only twenty years old, um, and I could see him really developing into something that you know could could resemble a good player which he is but yeah yeah no he's he's a good player I've seen him live about three times I think and he seems to have improved every time he plays he yeah I agree with the fact he gives them something different he's about he's a bit quicker he's a bit um yeah technical ability is something that he has which not many other players have and yeah no he (laughs) (laughs) he he looks he looks very good and if he potentially increases his goals and assists, could see him get an England call up. Not for the Euros, I don't no. think he'd be called up. It's for a busy, the Euros. it's a busy like uh, position that for England isn't exactly. it? Like the sort of wingers and attackers got yeah. a lot of options. It's it's hard, but if he improves his goals and assists, then I think that he could be making an England call up. Yeah, I, I could see him getting a big move as well. Uh, he's a Man United uh, youth academy product. Um, and yeah, no, he, he's he's been doing really well this season, as you say. Yeah, he brings something different to that that Burnley attack, uh, which I like. He's a very good player. Um, shall we move on to our set of predictions that we've got? Uh, as as per usual, we go with the three uh, Premier League games uh, and then three Football League games that we like to predict. Um, what would you? What, what <laughs> have you not been briefed for the games? I've, I've not. I've not even thought about this, so I'll, I'll we'll just make it up on the spot. Make it up on the, well, as <laughs> as we like to do, uh, we always like to put the guest on first for these predictions. Nah, nah, uh, okay, I will for the Premier League ones, but the Football League. Oh, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, I that's think that's fair, fair enough. I think that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right then. Uh, so, Brody, um, predictions wise, <laughs> we've got um, we've got the derby. Brighton versus Brighton Palace. Palace, huge game. At I'd the say. Amex. Um, At the Amex, the, I'm going to go with a one-all draw. They're going to share the points. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they're both. They, I think Brighton are on a good bit of form. You know, just after getting that draw away, at, um, Sheffield United. And um, no, I think they'll get. I think they'll get a point. Yeah, that's fair enough. A, li- a lively affair, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, the early the early kickoff on Saturday. That one is Sam. What's your What's your prediction for the Brighton Palace game? I think it'll be. Ooh, two. I I think <laughs> I think yeah, lively affair. Lots of yellow cards. Both teams need to win, and I think that they will share the points. Ooh, is there an echo? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna join you two on the the drawing front. I don't think there's an awful lot to split the two sides, but I'm gonna go with a slightly less exciting affair. No, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go nil nil. Um, this game's being shown on BT. It's got nothing to do with it, but um, I reckon. And that is why it's gonna be nil nil. All right, BT mate. Shown on BT Sport Boring. One. You know, it's gonna be a nil nil draw. Uh, yeah, I can see both teams cancelling each other out. They've not got amazing quality going forwards. Um, and yeah, I could just see this being a cagey affair. 
Um, and yeah, I'm sure the Amex will be absolutely buzzing. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on to the West West Ham versus Southampton. It's a random game to pick out of the, the weekend's fixtures. I just thought that it's a bit of relegation battle, very important game. That is true. I, th- I don't think Southampton are going down. Yeah, but no, they're definitely not. They're like doing... Yeah, it's not much of a relegation battle. Yeah, they're like mid-table. I would say 2-0 Southampton in that game. Do you reckon? Who do you, you reckon is gonna gonna get the goals? Um, <laughs> Danny Ings will get both. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put you on the spot there and exactly. see how you went with. Yeah. All right, I'll rate that. Uh, do you reckon West Ham's going down? Ooh. No, I, I mm-hmm. think David Moyes will keep him up. I don't think he's that bad a manager. I personally, I don't think they should go down, but part of me can kind of see it. The amount of money they spent, like yeah. Ella, forty million. I genuinely, if they went down, um, my mate was saying it, they could genuinely do a Sunderland because mm. if they go down, they've got so much big stadium. Yeah, huge stadium they don't actually own. Yeah, um, they've got. Like, don't like the stadium. No, I don't, no, as a football stadium. Yeah, we've we've been there, Sam. We we know it. <laughs> we've slated it before. We've, on we've, this we've, sla- we've slated it. Uh, yeah, we have. We've done that before in in Golden Sullivan's box. We were in, um, but yeah, no, we. Uh, yeah, I I don't see them necessarily going down. I could I could see it happening. I just don't think that they will. They've got too much of a Premier League infrastructure in place already. Um, so I think they should stay up, considering the the amount I mean, they've invested. But twenty six is it twenty six games in. No? Yeah, yeah they, twenty six games, games in, and they um, play tonight. Oh yeah, well they'll lose that as well. So, um, but no, I, I think I think especially that far into the season, it's worrying. I mean, it, I mean it's crowded at the bottom of the table, so you know it could go either way. But um, I think they definitely could go down. I, I could, yeah, I could see. It they happen. desperately need all on a four. Oh, 100 percent. They really. I, do. I think there are four teams that could go down, <laughs> and despite being in the relegation zone, I don't think West Ham are one of them. I think it's Norwich, Watford. Villa and Bournemouth. That's four teams. Yeah, that's four <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah, he said four teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, I thought you said getting relegated. I thought you said oh, like, right. getting relegated. Oh, I see. No, uh, four teams that could go down. And oh, yeah, I see. Okay. I don't think someone. <laughs> could you not see Brighton being? Maybe, actually, yeah, we've no, spoken about this before. No, we, yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Analysis. Sorry. <laughs> 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 sort of size. Ooh, ooh, they might. Ooh, I don't know. Ah, ooh. ooh, you sound like you're in pain. <laughs> no. um... I don't think I've said before. I don't think they will. I still don't, but they're in more trouble than I said they were last time. Yeah. Um, so, what's your score prediction, Sam? West Ham, Southampton. <laughs> yeah, I did forget the game for a moment. Brilliant. Uh, two all again. Two all again. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Is there going to be a theme here? Or are all of them going to be two all? Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to go differently to you guys. As I say, West Ham desperately need a run of form, and Southampton have been doing fairly well recently. But I, I see this being the game that West Ham turn it around. Right? I'm going. I'm not going to go. You know, too drastic. I'm not going to go five nil. I'm going to go five one. West Ham. Wait, you actually? <laughs> yeah, West Ham are going to be Southampton five goals you heard to it one here first. In, a, in a, a lively three o'clock kickoff. Um, I can see. Yeah, I can see it being an absolute. Incredible game. Lively three o'clock. No three o'clock game is ever lively. Um but yeah, no, I re- I can see West Ham bouncing back and yeah, I mean logically I don't think we're gonna score five goals, but part of me just wants to see them just rack them mm. up. Uh, uh Alair Actric. 
Alarantric. Yeah, I could see that being the case. Um, yeah, West Ham win for sure. Um, um, next game we've got is uh, Spuds, uh, sort of Spurs. They're playing. They they host Wolves. Did you say spuds? Yeah, I might have. <laughs> they, they host wolves. Um, what are you? What are you going with this? This is the uh, two o'clock kickoff on Sunday, the first of March. I'm going to go with Spurs one, Wolves two. I think. Well, I think Wolves are going to get the away win. I think um, good form right now, and Spurs aren't in great form. Um, mm. I think. Yeah, I think they're going to win two one. Yeah, they're not very good over Tottenham. Um, I'm not, not a massive fan of theirs in any any respect, really. No, I could go, I could back that. Uh, Sam, what are you going with? I'm gonna mix up. I'm gonna go tool. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Actually, am I? Am I? Now I'm Jim. I'm gonna go tool. Yeah, I think that's. I'm gonna go tool for the third time in a row. Oh, I just think that Tottenham and Wolves should cancel each other out. In a two draw, By scoring two two goals each. Um, that's that's fair enough. Yeah, it could happen. I reckon if you go two all for every game, one of them's bound to be exactly. not. I mean, I've predicted three games so far, and I think there'll be twelve goals. <laughs> You're going for a really high-scoring weekend of football in action. Uh, I'm going to go with a Wolves win, similarly to Brody. I'm going to go for another high-scoring affair. I'm going to go three-two, three-two Wolves. Uh, they like a good three-two scoreline. Wolves do, and I reckon. I reckon Adama uh, coming back from a slight knock. I reckon he'll do bits and score. He didn't start at the weekend. No, he didn't. No, he had my fantasy team, uh, and he got one point. Disappointing, Shocking. disappointing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't start. Uh, but hopefully, he'll bounce back from that injury and score a hat trick against Spurs. Um, we'll go on to the football league, kicking things off with the championship. Uh, Sam. Do you want to start us off with the championship? There's no particular reason. Just figured, you know, as you're there, I might as well get you to kick things off with the championship games. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sure. Cool. Um, I think uh, it's Cardiff against Forest. It's a um, big, big game for Forest anyway, as they look to continue their playoff push. Not their playoff push. Their automatic places push. I think they're well consolidated in the playoffs now. They've got a huge three points. Uh, to the team not in the playoffs, <laughs> but oh, right. I, I think I think they I think they'll stay in the playoffs, but and but mm, yeah, brilliant. I'm just buffering at the moment. Cheers, cheers, Jeff. <laughs> Be back to you in a minute. <laughs> I, d- I don't think that Forest will get automatics now. I think they've not been in the best form recently. They've uh, lost two in their last five. Not particularly ideal. And Cardiff look. Almost revitalised under their manager they've had for a while, but relatively new this season. Um, and I think that it'll be a draw. <laughs> Another draw, I think this will be one all. I'll mix it up. One-all. He's changed it up. Fair enough. Um, well, Cardiff lost their last game. They've also lost two of their last five. Um, Cardiff, Cardiff lost 2 0 to Stoke in their last game out. Um, and I think, you know, the fact that they average 42% possession <laughs> yeah, per game really isn't going to help them against a, a Nottingham Forest side that really could dominate this yeah. game. Never mind that pass accuracy of 63%. Oh, of course. God, that'd be foolish. We're just whipping out Where are out you this. getting these stats from? <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. Um, we're just whipping Top out all the these head, stats. Yeah, I just know stats, mate. Um, anyway, a score would be nice. Uh, I'm going to go Cardiff, because of their lack of possession that they seem to average, I'm going to go they'll lose 2-1 to Nottingham Forest um, Brody give us your <laughs> insight into this I, I'm fixture. going to say uh, a 1-0 Forest win 
Who's going to score? Gonna, uh, oh, that's a, I think it's up for debate, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, it's up for debate. It's up for debate, that one. Uh, yeah. John Bostock. Yeah, be Bostock. <laughs> the Barcelona legend. <laughs> What's yeah, going? I think he'll get the goal. Yeah, that's uh, fair enough. No, I, I, I could certainly see John Bostock getting, getting, getting the goal. I think I played three times <laughs> the season, getting one assist and no goals. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, yeah, let's Joe move on. Joe Lolly would have been probably a sensible <clears throat> bet for Why don't you kick yeah. this one off? Or, or Lewis Graben. Why don't you kick off this prediction? Zach Clough. Um, which, which prediction would I be kicking the, the off, Brody? The Coventry-Sunderland game. Well, Coventry. What Sunderland. would you say for that one, Arch? Well, it's a big game. Um, so, well, yeah, no, it's a big game. Coventry. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you. I'll save you. I'll save you. Covent, no, it's fine. Sam, Coventry I've got it. Sam, second Sam, Sunderland Sam, and four. I've got it under control. All right. Okay. So basically, right tomorrow. This is tomorrow. This will be the day you listen to the podcast. Sunderland play. So they've got a bit of a stacked fixture list coming up. Um, so you know I don't necessarily see them winning this game but I also don't see them losing it uh, which is why I'm going to go with a draw um, I see both teams cancelling each other out as we say fairly often um, and yeah I see, I see it being a fairly a fairly cagey affair between two sides vying for promotion <laughs> but yeah no I, I reckon they'll they'll do they'll do alright I reckon it'll be a one all draw between the two teams that are playing <laughs> who are we moving on to now Brody I reckon we move on to you right, um, I'm going to go the 1-0 Coventry win yeah I think I think at home you know home advantage I think they're going to St Andrews yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> massive home advantage <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, yeah. Um, it is still yeah who's going to score that's, that's also a very good question <laughs> um, yeah I, I think I'm just going to get a 1-0 win who are uh, Coventry. Oh, Coventry. Yeah. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, could you could you see Mark Robbins scoring at all? I, I could actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mark manager. Robbins is the their manager. manager. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a brace. <laughs> no, I think um, I think, I think Rose like. will get the goal. Rose. Yeah. Who? Who's Rose? Who Rose? <laughs> he, he rose higher than any defender. And oh, Michael Rose! Yeah, he's yeah, a good player. Yeah. He scored in the last game. Actually. Yeah, he's and Scottish. They're two-one outing at um, Rochdale, so they're he's on good Scottish. form. Scottish, <laughs> relevant. He weighs yeah, seventy kilos. So they're on good form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're on good form. You know, of, of a two-one win uh, away at Rochdale, I think uh, Rose will get another goal. Do you reckon? Yeah. Cool. Um, add to his tally. <laughs> add to his tally this season. Yeah. <laughs> What a player. Um, he's also got an assist this season. Um, anyway, carry on. Add to his tally of two. Yeah. So <laughs> prolific. So, so three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, Sam. Um, what, what's your prediction, Sam? I, I think Coventry will win this fairly comfortably. While Sunderland are in the playoffs, um, Coventry have been really good recently. They've got um, only one loss in their last 14 games. They've got a, they've won all five of their last five. They've really looked good and I could see a three nil Coventry win. Good man. I could yeah. A three nil Coventry win. Uh yeah, fair enough. Um <laughs> let's, knowledge. Let's go, absolute knowledge. Let's go on to the last game of predicting. Probably considering it's League Two, we've got a little bit of, a little bit of insight into this one. Um it is Grimsby, they host Northampton. Uh, I'll kick us off with this one. 
because why not? Hey, I'm hosting. Um, I'm going with co-hosting. Apologies. Um, I I've actually got a little bit of insight to this one because I went to the uh, the return fixture uh, where Northampton beat Grimsby reverse, at home. Reverse, reverse fixture. Reverse apologies. Fixture. Reverse fixture. Um, yeah, no, Northampton comfortably beating Grimsby in that one, um, and I can see them do doing the double over them uh, at Blundell Park. Um, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon uh, Northampton are going to continue their playoff push after a convincing win against High Flyers Exeter City. Um, and, yeah, no, it could be a, a tasty affair with Grimsby looking uh, to avoid the drop. I mean, they'll definitely avoid the drop. They're, like, 11 points off. Well, miles off the drop, actually. Stevenage are getting relegated. Um, they're on 22 points. They're eight points away from Macclesfield, who are on 30. But it's not really relevant, because um, I reckon Northampton... It's not really relevant, could, though, is it? Cheers, Jeff. Uh, I reckon uh, Northampton will win this game 3-1. You're playing in this one, aren't you, much? I am playing. Supporters Club. Supporters Club, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've got a big, big signing. Yeah, away at Grimsby, what can I say? Uh, Brody, what's your prediction for this game? Uh, I'm going to say 2 0 Northampton. I think 2 0. Do you reckon uh, Scotty Pollock's going to grab a couple? Yeah, obviously. Do think Steve <laughs> Arnold will score? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Do you not? Know no, no. no. Guys, <laughs> tried, tried to pay him out. That, that was too bad. I think Adams will get the goal. David Cornell. Oh, Adams. Yeah, there we Adams, go. Oh, David, David Cornell's pretty good, actually. He's, he's played well. No, he's. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he play? <laughs> uh, I don't know actually. It's a very good question. Uh, at least, yeah, fair enough. He's, I think he's Sam one Hoskins is... will get the other. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> oh, no, he won't. <laughs> That's less. Least I reali- don't want to bring up this debate. That is less realistic than the Coventry manager scoring. Well, he scored in his last game. Yeah, yeah penalty. He penalty, penalty, but you know, a goal's a goal. A goal is a goal, even if it's Sam Hoskins scoring it. Um, Sam, not Hoskins. Cole, what are you going with? I think that Northampton will draw this tool. Uh, Another two. I'm not even joking. Northampton this season have bottled a lot of two 0 leads, and I think they'll do it again. And so I think that Northampton go two 0 up. I think that Vadim Oliver and Scott Lines will get the goals. You mean Chris Lines? Don't care. And (laughs) (laughs) no. And but then Grimsby will come back and probably score two goals in the last ten minutes. And well, if it is two all, I'd imagine they probably would score two goals to bring it back. To I score. just thought I'd just reassure my um, opinion on the game. Re- reassure your opinion. I don't really know what those, <laughs> those words mean. <laughs> so I'd what? chuck a bit of sentence. Opinion. <laughs> reassure. Oh right, okay, yeah. You mean reassert? Yeah, that was it. Fair enough, mate. Move Fair on. Well, well, we don't really need to move on to anything because that's the end of the podcast. Oh, it's not though, is it, Brody? Oh yes, favorite of part of an English breakfast. We always spring oh, this on the guests. I'm going to say bacon. It's got to be bacon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit the classic. Generic, that, though, isn't it? it is generic, but it's the classic. It yeah, is very I feel good. Like bacon's it's got to be in there. You know, you can't have an English breakfast without bacon. That is true. Unless, Unless you're vegetarian. vegetarian. Hey, <laughs> high five, Sam. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so yeah, bacon is yeah, from of course, unless you're a vegetarian or vegan. But yeah, in which case you don't need bacon yeah. naturally. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much it for a full English. Um, should we get some plugging done? Let's get some plugging. Uh, my Twitter t- Sam Cole two four six eight. And my Twitter is at Arch Corbett. Um, Brody, and my Twitter, Twitter is at AFC underscore Brody. 
Nice yeah. one, nice one. You're a fully fedged part of FT, aren't you? I am. Yeah. You're really in. Three hundred something followers. FT, FT's going down here, isn't it? It's hit a bit of a rocky patch. Yeah. Because I've joined in it. Yeah, Barry's <laughs> joined in football Twitter. Just it's dies. Just, yeah, it's collapsed. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's it's not full of some great opinions, but there we go, Brody. You're the worst of them. Um, so right. thank you for coming on the podcast, uh, my 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 younger brother. Well, thank um, you. Much much appreciated. You made the journey up to Northampton just for I this did. podcast, I so did. you know. I'm gonna get lost on the way back. You will. It's gonna be really funny when Remember I get a text from to you. Remember to like, subscribe, follow whatever you need to do. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed Turn we didn't get to 40 subscribers. Yeah, we only added two more since the last um, call okay. to action. Yeah, we need to get to 35 subscribers, or I'm gonna be very sad. No real reason behind I'm just going to be really sad. Oh, and um, you don't want to make Archie sad, do you? don't want to make me sad. I, I cry when I'm sad. The problem so. is, no one normally listens at this point in the podcast. No, they don't. Well, so. if, if you're listening now, I'm probably crying. Um, thank you very much for listening either and way. Have, and on that bombshell. And on that bombshell. Yes, have a brilliant week. Um, and yeah. Have a brilliant life. Have a great life. Have a full English on us. You're welcome. Um, anyway, thank you very much, Brody. Do you want to sign out? How are you um, going to sign out? Well, goodbye. I'll be, I'll be back soon. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe. No. Unlikely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So see you, see you later, guys. We'll see you on Thursday for our calcio and foosball. Foosball. Semi calcio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Special where the. That could be interesting. Some things dominate be. and... Oh, shut up, Sam. Shut up. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>